was done. And then I got another email that was like, you still have like a thousand things on your wish list that are on sale. They're all on sale. Are so you? I was like, oh, look at that again. <laughs> I know. I like I've I catch myself sitting on the couch now and just literally going through the list of every game on Steam. Not a category, not just a, all of them. Just all, all of eight thousand or however many they have. Yeah, just clicking through, just mindless. Like, that's, oh, that's a lot of Japanese anime games. <laughs> yeah, or fucking DLC ass first person shooter <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, yeah, endless amounts of DLC. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you can turn that off. You're like games, okay? And DLC doesn't show up under games, okay? So, yeah. Go to click the uh, under ten dollar button, and I got to like page seventy eight or something. Just <laughs> that's so much. Just completely zone out. That's the new Steam game, the meta game. That's the, that's the game that's I've the been other playing. Other meta game, yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose we should talk about video games. <laughs> we I don't know if we need to bring the Vuvuzabuela back. If you don't want this to be a high energy podcast <laughs> affair, Joey, I don't know. A I'm nonstop thinking, thrill ride. I'm feeling very like chill. <laughs> okay, I don't feel chill anymore. Right? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to a new episode of Wazd, <laughs> curated indie games, brought to you by Joey. <laughs> That's the tide coming in over and here. And Ari. It's you a- usually say your own name, so I didn't know if you were going to pick it I up. I wasn't sure where you're going with that, so I didn't want to interrupt your flow. <laughs> That's what happens when we try to be soothing and calm. <laughs> <laughs> it's better. So it is uh, that beautiful time of year. It is Steam sale time. This is going to go out next week, so we can actually talk about yeah. it. This, I think this is probably one of the craziest... Uh, winter sales I've seen in a really long time, <laughs> probably you. since last year, uh, 2013, when we all remember what happened with uh, Witcher One. I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea when that came out. Uh, so I have, I have your list pulled up of the things you have gotten. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh. Dibno now owns 18 more games. Huzzah! You did pre-order Pyre, which I'm pretty excited about. Because I'm going to, like, I want that game. Yeah. And, like, very, 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 very few games will I buy opening week or, like, I, I, I that usually That you know wait. are going to be good. Or I won't buy them, period, when they come out. I just wait. I don't, you know, it's not as important to me anymore to have this, like, the second it comes out. You, you don't I've, care about the zeitgeist? I have so much other crap that I want to play that I won't get to it, you know? But this is a game I know... I'm going to play it as soon as it comes out. I'm going to drop whatever else I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to start Pyre because it looks awesome. It does look awesome. And they, they have a pretty okay track record. <laughs> and another Darren Korb soundtrack. Yeah. Excited about. I don't know. It looks it looks really good. It's P-Y-R-E. Pyre. Those like at home. Funeral. This is the new Supergiant game of Bastion and Transistor. Yeah. Up that, for sale. That's probably the the big... Even though like I got 18 things, that's probably the biggest ticket. Yeah. In in terms of cost, yeah. In terms of cost, that's and just like the biggest. Um, I see you bought genital jousting. I did. It's good to welcome you to the club. It was two fifty, <laughs> but it's dicks going in dicks. But like any time I have people over and we're playing couch multi, I'm gonna want to start that just to be like, <laughs> just to say, okay, hey, everyone, grab a now you know you can either leave or stay. This is what you're in for. <laughs> If you don't like it, get the I was hell just out. Like, anyone you're going to play that with lives in this house. <laughs> <laughs> I 
but I, I think you should sideswipe Barry with it. There were there were like I already showed her the trailer like months ago. Oh, you did. Yeah. Nice. Uh, she was into it. Um, Have yeah. you played any of these yet, or is it just sort of like the? I literally these are yesterday. Oh, okay. I bought these all yesterday. Oh. I did one big, like blowout buy, and I then I told you. I then got an email later that day that was like, "Hey, you still have like thousands of games on your wish list." So I opened it back up, and I was like, "Fuck! I already bought so much today. Yeah, I'll just put them in my cart and then buy them when I don't feel so bad. Probably tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm gonna buy those later." Well, I thought I was talking to you and Paulos in the morning, the day of the sale. Yeah, and I logged in like at ten o five. I was like, "I know it starts at 10. Yeah, and it broke. Well, it was it was getting <laughs> like it took a couple refreshes before I could get in. Yeah, and then I went straight to my wish list, and there was like maybe ten things, like that had the sale sticker on. I'm like, this isn't that much, and like the front was already different. Steam summer sale. I was like, eh, maybe there'll be stuff. I'll look at it later. It doesn't seem like there's that much on my list. And then get an email a couple hours later that's like 168 items of your wish list are on sale. Like it didn't push right away, and then all of the shit was on sale all of a sudden. Yeah, I I was working uh too much during the day so i couldn't i didn't have a chance so by oh. the time i logged on it was already uh, full swing full sale yeah um have you tried don't drop the bass uh you mean the bass yeah it's not bass yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> no dttb I, I literally haven't played any of these yet so like okay. we can talk about them but i'll you know they'll probably be some of these might be subject of the show later later yeah you got mother russia bleeds which yeah i approve of I'm, uh, I'm so excited to play that holy potatoes i stopped playing i had to get it <laughs> <laughs> and, and i got the dlc because i was like it's an extra like 50 cents yeah i i just was i don't know i, I think i might it. jam that a little more than you yeah that's possible yeah flame in the floods very cool techno babylon that sounds about. like some steampunk wajidai Oh, yeah. Okay. Wajidai Steampunk. That's uh, 100% your thing. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to be into that. I, that is like... Licking my chops. This is not Joey's game. <laughs> it's a Steampunk yeah. Wajidai adventure game. Um, the Curious Expedition, which I... I'm uh, excited is for. Is that the... I think I'm mixing that up with the other one. You mean... Because uh, I bought both of them. Oh, you did. Renowned okay, no, Explorers. Curious Expedition is the one I liked. And renowned explorers you didn't like. I haven't played. I ha- I just bought both of them because okay. they both. I love the theme of both of them. It's so the same. Much. It's the same, <laughs> and I just love it. Curious Expedition, I feel like takes itself less serious, and it's more roguelikey than. That's true. The other one looked like it had a lot more story baked in. Yeah, I'm I I'm excited for different reasons, uh, for both of them. And the Count Lucanor. It's not your game either. That's not a Joey game. Well, I signed up for like I saw an article about it. And signed up on some mailing list to be like, we'll tell you when there's something to know. <laughs> yeah. And then got an email like a year and a half later and it turned into that game. And I didn't like, I haven't gotten it yet, but it's on my list to get. <laughs> but I was watching like the trailer and it's like a stealthy, like horror game. Like it is horror-y. But the, the art cutscenes are like slightly so, anime-ish. Yeah, but it's like all pixel. And I really like it. When I can see people like give you visceral reactions with simple pixel art, yeah, like Lisa does it, or that game I'm Scared does it. Um, or, I don't, this doesn't look that scary. It's it's like, uh, but it looks exciting and interesting. You're in a dark place, and there's and you, like a very slight. You have like ring. a little orb that you yeah. carry around. Yeah, and it it uh, the thing that I read 
that was kind of a bummer is that it's only like a two or three hour game. Oh, okay. But it was on sale for five bucks. So. Yeah. Uh, Goner, I liked that was a lot. That was yeah. one of my favorites. I of remember last year. I saw it for the first time when you were playing it, and it looks so good. It's very cool. Uh, so, Moon Hunters, I've been wanting to check out as well, but I'm excited to play that too. Play alone or with a friend? A co-op personality test about exploring an ancient occult world in five days. How will you be remembered? One of the ones I've been on the fence for, what, uh, and I, I'll probably buy it, but I wasn't sure was, have you played the, uh, was it like Urzma or something like that? The the Journey People, the underwater game that they made. You know oh, what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Abzu. Abzu. Yeah. yeah not Urzma. <laughs> well, it's another gibberish bullshit word. Yeah, no, I haven't played it. I, I I thought Journey was like okay. Uh, I didn't love it like a lot of people did, but. But you already did. You come into it after all the hype. I came into it when it came out, knowing there was a lot of hype. Yeah, maybe that the expectation of that hype. Yeah, it's a cool game and it's like well made, but it's I definitely didn't crap my pants about it. Did you play it with the same person the whole way through? No, I lost him. I like had a couple then, swaps. Okay. Yeah. I I thought I did finish it. That's saying something for me, I guess. I thought it was really pretty and just really cool. Yeah. And but you the, played under, the PS4 one. I played the PS4. I played on PS3 when it came out. The 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 what the hell's the underwater Abzu? Abzu. Abzu like it just doesn't look that good to me. But I <laughs> it's, still It's meditating feel underwater like with like a it. ton of fish. Yeah. And they get really into the fish. And it seems like there's some kind of story there of like some world you're uncovering, kind of like Journey. But I, I'm I'm on the I'm on the fence. I probably will get. I say it if anyways. you liked Journey, then go. Or like if you're a, say you call yourself a Journey fan, I but think the you'd be underwater fine to get it. stuff. Like the screenshots just don't look that good to me. Like you know, I don't know. Uh, uh, it's we'll another see. one of those <laughs> meditative exploration. Yeah, one of those things. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get, and I haven't yet. That somber sobre sobre sombre or whatever it's called. Um, Scanner Sombre. Doesn't sound familiar. It's a new game by Introversion, <laughs> which is the prison architect. Yeah. I think that's how you say their name, Introversion, Introvision, or something like that. But yeah, it's it's another first-person, story-based, like no combat, walking simulator, gone home, you know, those types of things. But Not the, my kind of game. Well, the whole thing about it is everything is represented with, like, uh, a bunch of particles like colored particles it's very striking to look at hmm. but it's another short like story Sto- slow yeah. story thing um interactive storytelling it's very not prison architect because they worked on that for i was gonna say three years but that or could be a good thing because it means they actually come out with it oh yeah instead of yeah. waiting seven years no it was definitely more than three years was it yeah it was, was like the first early act game. yeah yeah, that's 100% out now. Yeah. I started playing it again recently. But it came out a long time. I mean, came out in quotes like yeah, a long yeah. time ago. It's it's a very cool game. And it was one of those, like, I played it. And I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be neat when it's done. And then I loaded up the final version when there were story beats in it. And it was so more adult and, like, vulgar <laughs> and horrific than I thought it was going to be based on the art and seeing, like, the the developer commentary... Uh, update videos videos, they were really funny yeah and the first thing is like a tutorial 
or you're here's how you shank and rape a guy. Well, no, it's you have to build a an electric chair chamber to execute this dude who murdered his wife and her lover. So like they tell the story of that with these fake photographs that are drawings, but you like see the dude walk in on his wife banging some dude and then he shoots them both. And it's very serious. And then then you weekend at Bernie's corpse and it's hilarious. (laughs) But yeah. And like the preacher walks the dude to the chamber and it's very like, by the numbers, but you're looking at the representation of these guys as those little prison architect, like, fun dolls from that almost look like a kid's toy. It's very strange. The other stuff is mostly other smaller stuff that I that I picked up. Um, I saw you had it, um, but I it's been on my wish list for a while. Was SteamWorld Heist, which it got like mixed reviews, but the kind of like the the gameplay looks. Exactly I, up my alley. I got it in a humble monthly. Oh, okay, that's how you got it. Yeah, it's you know, Steam World Dig. Did you ever play that? No, I bought that on 3DS, and it was okay. Steam World Heist is like same universe, different game. It's side-scrolling XCOM. Yeah, which is and plus it looks like it's mixed with Worms. Where um, you have to like maybe a little the, bit get the dexterity shots a little bit. Yeah, turn-based. It's not. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're not super far off. Because that was super exciting to me. Like, Worms XCOM, awesome. Yeah. Like, well, I, two I think games that I dug a lot. It's definitely something you, you should check out. Yeah. Um, so even the, with the reviews, I don't know why the reviews weren't better, but... Um, I want to... We're going to put a pin in that, because that's something I want to talk about today. Because okay. I don't have, like, a big marquee game. More just something I want to... You want to spitball? I want to. You want to just wrap about. pass it up? All right. You Should know, we flip sh- our chairs sh- around? Not yet. Okay. Because I want to talk about some of the stuff I bought. Um, the one I'm most excited to play is not. It doesn't work on Mac, which is a bummer. Which means I haven't played it yet. It's Domina, Domina. or Domina. It's the one where it's like an ancient Rome gladiatorial simulator, where you're getting dudes and training them and making them fight like it's but you're not actually fighting you're just i don't think so it's acquire train football manager (laughs) acquire train upgrade and whip your brutish gladiators towards bloody victory in the ruthless arenas of ancient rome but it's like really well done kind of simple looking pixel art yeah it looks really clean really nice so I don't I know. I wonder if, what you're doing though. If you're just watching them while they're fighting, I have no idea. It's yeah. it's ten dollars. It didn't come out not too long ago, or it came out not too long ago, and bold. <laughs> they're charging seven ninety nine for the soundtrack. Um, <laughs> they really have a lot of faith in that. Yeah, uh, I'm impression when they got me. Yeah, I don't know. It seems really neat, and I like that kind of um, what's the word? Sim like management. Yeah. Especially when it's put on top of stuff that I don't see very often, like running a Gladiator franchise. I don't know what the the real word is. Um, So that's like the the game I want to play the most. Uh, I loaded up for a split second this Age of Rivals game, which is a card game that has a cool stained glass aesthetic. Um, Yes. Tell me more. Slash like... Civ building card yes. game, yes. <laughs> but it, it was it was five bucks, and it's not super old, but it was it was really strange. Like I feel like I could tell it 
it had hooks for a free to play game and they like mm, pivoted. Yeah. So, cause like that stuff's not in there as far as I can tell. Okay. But there's like daily goals where you get money. But it's literal days. Like it, it tracks your calendar I on think your so. computer. Yeah. I think it's like, it, it's like, like Animal daily Crossing. challenge or yeah. whatever. But it was like, you know, like in Hearthstone, here are your challenges for the day. Yeah. And we'll give you money and then you can use that money to get shit. So I don't know. It's, it seems all right. And it was, you know, it was only four ninety nine, so whatever. But, um, I got a software. I usually like m- try to mop up on software during these because those, those get the biggest. Discount, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the only one that I have gotten so far is called Cubicle, which with is a K- with a Q with a Q. Of course, it's perfect. It's a voxel editor. Of course, it is. It's great. <laughs> so they they. Have I didn't a, think you were as into voxel stuff. I want to use voxels not for three D. Okay. Um kind of like fez like fez i'm i think used some of that stuff on their their background because you know it can rotate yeah but you still would draw them like um like regular pixel sprites but you just have that little bit of weird depth, depth. yeah uh, they were showing scenes of like a it looked like a fez pillar with these little details on it that oh like that's a piece of pixel art but then if you rotate it you can kind of see some of the stuff like adjust like there's depth there that i wasn't expecting and that idea is really neat um but it's supposedly one of the better like voxel based editors out there so there's a free demo and then they have like four levels of pricing it's super fucking weird but you can get the starter one that unlocks the software for you right now for like 15 and then you obviously bought the thousand dollar one for I no didn't. reason. I didn't. I bought the fifteen one. I'm shocked. The sixty dollar one is the full version of the software, and that has like these modules that you can also buy a la carte as mm-hmm. DLC, quote unquote, for the fifteen dollar yeah. version. And I don't think I need what those are. They're very specific use cases, like being able to import like landscape data, and it will automatically kind of assemble that in the voxel editor Mm -hmm. which is cool but i'm not i'm not gonna use that um what does it look like does it look like just wireframes voxels no i mean the editor are you how are you editing it it's um have you ever you haven't ever used any like 3d modeling application or anything right yeah i've seen i've used just not extensively um you can change the views and rotate it around just like you would any 3d thing yeah but it's locked to a grid Oh, so when you click, it's just going to drop a block, and you can color the blocks, but it's going to – here, let me skip ahead in this. But see, there's like that example of a side-scrolling thing with voxels that looks like pixels, but it, it has like a different feel to it. Yeah. Um, it seems so like So basically, actual... you can use this to make your Minecraft clone that you've been I talking could. about for so long. There you go. So it, it, you still okay. can rotate it around like a 3D model would, but yeah. when you're drawing, it's it's still – xyz grid Mm. which is kind of neat it's a little bit like i guess i don't know the the specific design cases for voxels and what makes them unique so some of the design of the software seems weird to me like why would you want to do it this way yeah but obviously there's a reason because maybe that's something you need to access to at a certain point or whatever but um you know maybe just like something to spritz up some regular pixels like do a voxel thing in this you know when i know how to make games throw that in there just throw that in there yeah um forget about that whole making games thing just start with the uh, sprucing up the already made games oh okay yeah just remake ones that exist exactly 
like um was that game dads dad fun dad i don't know dads no. dads and dads it's you no know, it's like hot dads hot daddies or something like stay that. stay tuned everybody we have sexy a field daddies. correspondent working on hot dads sexy daddies maybe I don't, I don't know oh man is it on steam uh it comes out in mid-july i believe so there's a little bit of a time. So you remember, you know, it's yeah. Not we're, we have a calendar countdown for Sex Dads, the in, sex the dads. anime game. Sex Dads, Sex Dads. I also got one. And you you walked in on me playing it. It almost felt like, uh, like catching me with my pants off or something. Uh, was a game called Bastard Bonds. And I mean, your pants were off also, which was weird. But yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about like my metaphorical <laughs> pants. But the, yeah, because that's pretty normal. I'm pretty used <laughs> to walking in on that. Yeah. Bastard Bonds is a mature, fast-paced, tactical RPG with high-end pixel and in-depth character customization. Yeah. Pixel art. Sorry. I didn't say that word. But it looks like a an isometric Dating like RPG. Sam? No. An isometric <laughs> RPG. Um, but everything about it, they keep using the word mature. Like... I think they they try to be like edgy or whatever. See, like it's just like a term based. So I just happen to walk in on the screen. That screen that makes it it's like two dudes, like shirtless <laughs> dudes in chains. Yeah, it looks very much like you were playing a, a dating sim. All right, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read a little bit of the the write up. The here flavor about this game. All right, justice has failed. The criminal, the deranged, the inconvenient, and the uncomfortable. All are cast across the sea with the greedy island, or to the greedy island of Lukat, whose shores let nothing slip free. Whether sinner or saint, you are one of these outcasts, and it is there, in a dark cell on the cold shore of that island, where you will finally cut fate's throat and take control of your own future. Okay. You want to take control of your own future? Faster okay. Bonds is a mature, fast-paced tactical RPG. Um... Featuring more than 200 in-game locations, more than 1,000 character sprites, and all-original soundtrack, and 40-plus hours of gameplay. That's a good amount of gameplay. Yeah, if it's if it's fun. It's mature. <laughs> it's just the way I like my ladies. I, I say, I don't know why oh, or what this says about oh, me, but every time I hear mature, oh, naked grandmas flash oh, in my head. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. Uh, well, you did have that whole gilf phase. Yeah, yeah I, I did get down on that. the gilfs. And here's a game uh, in the review section. From Games Nosh, which is uh, the reputable... From Game Gilf. <laughs> yeah. A mature game for mature gamers. <laughs> <laughs> Am I missing something? <laughs> you should write a review and send it to him. Be like, you can put this on your, your page. All it is is a mature, 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 mature <laughs> exclamation point. Mature I just sent him, I just sent him a, sad face emoji. A spread eagle Gilf. And here's my <laughs> review. Um, Like there's... Uh, I only see one negative review. Um, turn-based hack and slash, and it's it's just says way less grannies than was advertised. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't on G- Grayfu Hunter or whatever the Waifu gra- Hunter. No, gr- the grandma version. Gra- <laughs> gra- Grayfu. Uh, Granny Hunter, I think, is just the way to go. Okay, Granny yeah. Hunter then. Tactics RPG, which is a new game from Capcom that's going to come out on all systems. Sorry, second. I was reading. I was reading about my mature game. It was a good joke. Okay, it cool. deserved all that silence. Okay. Um. Yeah. It says it's a good story with like lots of character customization and. Blah, like, blah. Yeah, you get to play like not necessarily like a hero, which is kind of neat. 
I guess, but when you're playing a game where there's really no story anyways, not that there is a story, that's though. what this is, but a lot of those, I guess, yeah, tactical RPG, there'd be a little bit more, but if it's mostly just tactics-based, you know, mm-hmm. you're not really going to care if you're a good or bad guy. You know, it's like a bullet hell or something where it's like... <laughs> you're the bad guy. Yeah. Who, who cares? Like, I'm yeah. walking through a thousand gunshots in a tower. I don't care. Bastard bonds. Yeah. Uh, how much is this normally? It's got it's bastard in the name. You fifteen ninety nine you know on what that sale. Means? Mature for five forty three, and I'd never heard of it. But it's a it's, good sale. It's only like was recommended to me from by Steam. So, hmm. um, they got me. I I've, I'd say maybe one out of every twenty that's recommended to me is actually something I'm interested in. Well, it's because it's you recommending all those anime games. No, it's finally <laughs> like cut back on that. I'm not going to say totally disappeared. You know you can change that now, but right? But it's cut back on it. What you can say I'm not You can interested. filter out tags. Oh, interesting. So I said no anime. Oh. Or no free-to-play, and I don't see those That would anymore. be good because the free-to-play ones, too. Every once in a while, like... It filters out some of the stuff that I want to see, but yeah. when I search for them and they're there, and on the right it said, "This game is not recommended to you because we don't see anything in your catalog or whatever." And it's like, "This wasn't. This game is filtered out based on your like not wanting to see blah blah blah." But yeah, I filtered out anime and free to play at least, and now I don't get those in the queue anymore. It is so frustrating to find a game that looks amazing, like so awesome. It's like, oh, this is a card get based figurine uh rpg tactics like uh, just roguelike like just hitting every box and it's free to play yeah yeah enjoy the gem hunt <laughs> like, let's make gem hunt is that a thing it's probably a thing right? if it's not we're gonna be billionaires gem hunts of war <laughs> clashes of gem hunts colon zombie survival <laughs> a minecraft adventure yeah can we use minecraft that's like public domain right <laughs> it's like kleenex <laughs> I Minecrafted. Wow, I got Minecraft all over my That's pants. like the way a grandmother says stuff. Oh, did you Minecraft that computer? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all I got, it looks like, for like straight-up games. What um, have you been actually playing, though, other than Southern Bastard with your pants <laughs> off? You mean Bast- uh, Bastard... Uh... I almost oh, called it executioner. Bonds of bastards. Bastard or... bonds. Bastard bonds. Bo- oh yeah. Did you say southern bastard? That's um. <laughs> that's, that's a, a comic. comic book. Yeah. yeah, that's where I knew the name. Uh, I I had a bunch of stuff on my cart, and then I like, I added. Okay, so the thing I haven't talked about yet that I have purchased is I bought a shitload of Crusader Kings DLC. You were telling me about this, and yes. I I looked it up because I did not know Crusader Kings two. Mm. It like did... you'd never heard of it before. Yeah. Not, oh, okay. Not something on my radar. It was a. 2012 game i think Mm -hmm. the second one it's paradox and i just it looked very generic and not something that i would want to play so i was just curious as to why you would invest into there's a lot of fucking dlc there's a lot of fucking dlc holy god was there a lot there is a this is a big thing it was not cheap dlc no should we talk about this now? Like, should we do other things first? Because this is my main talking point for this episode we can do it now i don't care let's let's flow let's flow okay flow so I I got I've had Crusader Kings two for a long time and I these are the games that I want to know how to play and I feel like they're they're like a more drilled down version of Civ okay so Paradox this one looked more fighty though more like armies and stuff no 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 no, no. it's not no, no it's it's the the map view of like a Total War game yeah with none of the actual Total War there's uh, no RTS stuff interesting so I've had Crusader Kings two they also made Stellaris. So there's games like Galactic Civ, 
um, or Masters of Orion, that type of feel, which is what their Stellaris is. They make Hearts of Iron, Europa Universalis, I think is the name of it. Um, and so they, they're all pretty hardcore games. They don't make any like casual, almost games. the same game. Yeah, but they tailor them. Where it's like resource management. Yeah, in politics, and it's it's like the same game in different <laughs> chunks of history. So Crusader Kings, they just skin it different. And story uh, that's, it it's an oversimplification, but yeah. Okay. So, it, but it's the same thing of managing like an empire. Okay. Okay. So, Crusader Kings is like the early version, which leads into Europa, which is more like there's guns now, and then you get into Hearts of Iron, which is like more war and tanky, and then, and then above future. that is Stellaris, which is the ga- a galaxy spanning thing. Yeah. So, Star Wars. Right. Crusader Kings 2, I found out about from another podcast where they were just talking about what had happened in their game. That's That seems to get you pretty it often, It gets Joey. me often. <laughs> and it was just like, it was one of those things, the story they were telling, It's it was like impossible for me to believe that it wasn't meant to happen Scripted. that way. Yeah. yeah. And Crusader Kings, I think, took off because of streamers doing shit like that and really getting into... The fake fiction that the game generates, like yeah, like yeah. makes of your world or whatever. So like the story I'd heard was like a, a peasant who they kind of used and abused that loved them, um, but they kept making his life suck. But he kept loving them, and then they like did really great things for him, and then he went off, and they didn't hear from him for a really long time, and then like you know decades later, someone tried to kill him, and it was that guy, <laughs> and it was just like crazy shit like that. But yes, it has this really generic looking, like medieval coat of paint on it. Yeah. Um, and, and just sequel also is usually like right. Seems usually there's not big iterations. It's a sequel in that like Civilization Six is a sequel to Civ. Oh, Five. so it's actual like there's a lot of engineering changes too. Yeah. Okay. So it's, um, you know, you can kind of play. A, I bet there's a little bit of like a history nerd type of people that like these because i think you can start in like 1000 something and it goes up to i don't know you know another 400 years or something like that and you can say i want to start in this century you know like if you really know that time you i know that this is an interesting time period in this in like europe um and all, all that is is whatever like if it was all fake or or not fine I just liked the idea of seeing all the way all these systems would work together. And I've had Crusader Kings for a long time and I've I tried to learn it once and I bounced off of it. I've bought Europa bounced off of it cuz like I knew no one else playing these games. Is it, is it like you need like an O'Reilly book to understand it? Is it, is it su- is it that complex? I would say it's it's not as complex complex as Dwarf Fortress. Yeah. Yeah, that that needed the book. This one I think it has, and there's enough learning things. Like they have, excuse me, manuals you can download. Everything has like a hover tooltip. Yeah, it's just learning what all that stuff means together because they use the lingo of the time. Like in order to go to war, you have to you have to make a claim. Yeah. So you can't just go to war with somebody because you want to go to war. You have to go to war with them because they're doing this or because they have this that you believe is rightfully yours. All that shit. And it's stuff like I just don't know. Yeah. Like if I was into the history, I would know that. Yeah. But 
you just know all your soldiers keep getting syphilis and you can't explain <laughs> yeah, why. no idea why. <laughs> and all my cows keep disappearing. <laughs> um, so they have like a, a tutorial campaign uh, that I started up again yesterday. And I was, I was kind of getting it. You know, it feels very board gamey. It's like the world's most complicated board game mm. because it, it seems like things pop up. You get messages like in Civ, you have to make this decision. Yeah. And, you know, like, hey, do you want to, this guy is, he has a bunch of people, uh, he's going to start a revolt. Yeah. And then I I can do what's called a, um, uh, like, I can have people try to kill him. You know, yeah. you have you're very free to uh, to go at situations however you want. Uh, keeping in mind, you want to create like a, an error, and so it's got some of that Tropico stuff, where it's like also seedy. yeah, you can be seedy if you yeah. want. Yeah, but there's there's so many different I mean, resources or whatever currencies is probably a better word. But you have like you know the social currency, like your actual Political currency. Yeah, 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 like what people think about you throughout. All these different actions you're making. Okay, so that is the overview of Crusader Kings. <laughs> now, this is leading towards what I want to talk about. There is a shitload of Crusader Kings 2 DLC. Yeah, they so have, much. The game is from 2012. Yeah. So the fact that they're still releasing DLC for it today is pretty crazy in itself. Yeah. Like, they're still supporting a game that's five years the old. the community's got to be super dedicated. Yes, but here's the problem, is I think... Crusader King, like anything Paradox releases, is a very niche-specific thing. Um, you know, like, I don't know a lot of people that are going to be stoked uh, that the new DLC expansion, Rajas of India, is coming out. Ooh. You know, like, you can play the in this part of India, and you can get el- war elephants. That's cool. Right? But, like, who cares? It's still the game, and it plugs into this. Yeah. And apparently what has happened, and I fell down a hole of, like, going to websites and reading reviews. Almost every Paradox game right now has mostly negative reviews. And it's because their community has 100% revolted on them. Because they believe that Paradox's uh, DLC strategies uh, are exploitative and unfair to the people that love their games. And apparently they just did some sort of pricing change, like made stuff more expensive... I don't know why, probably because they're realizing they need to make more money or they're not going to be around. But So people are pissed that they're coming out with more content for the game that they love? And what they charge for it. Oh, well, the prices did seem pretty high when I was looking at it. Well, I think what, they, I think what started it is they jacked up the prices pre-Steam sale. And then went on Steam sale, <laughs> and like, oh, they're all on sale now. But now they kind of like aren't aren't really. And I bought them. And went, Whatever, fine, fuck it. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, that's pretty good. It, yeah, it's a good scheme. But if let me let me get to the main. But I still like. Why would that make you not like the game once you're playing it? You. That's what I want to talk are about. Still buying it. Yes. So mostly negative, right now is its recent score. Overall, very positive, 14,295 review- yeah. reviews. Um, here's If I add all DLC to cart right now, it's $133. Yeah. That's and that's on sale. Crazy. So here's some... Uh, I'll just give a really quick... Here's some of the things they charge for. They charge for new music. 
if you want to add music to the game. There's music in the game already. Yeah. And I'm like, fine, you don't need to buy it. Whatever. Yeah, that's not a big deal at all. You, They sell portraits for like the, the upper left corner where it shows the people's faces yeah, close up. like, oh, there's Gandhi. Like there's, they're not name people. I think they just add more oh, to these like are like the NPCs who work for you. And yeah, stuff, and stuff okay. like or like characters you can turn into. They add more to the pot. So I think they like if you did get the uh, indie again, fine. You don't, you don't need, need it. that. Yeah. Um, they actually bring out DLC like game systems added. Like there's one that adds like the Black Death to the game, which is cool. That's neat. Yeah. But what they have done, and I honestly am not 100% sure what it means, but they split their DLCs. So I bought the Black Death DLC. It's called like Reaper's Due. But then for every big DLC like that, there's an accompanying DLC called the Content Pack. So you, I bought Reaper's like Sprites? It's artwork that goes with That's kind of fucked. the mechanical changes yeah. that come with the Black Death. So I how ha- much was the Black Death just without it? Oh, uh, I'm let's all talk like not sale. Yeah. So the Reapers Do expansion is ten bucks. So that's already like a decent price for DLC. Yeah, like I used to buy you know thirty dollar expansion packs all the time. So you combine three of these, that's probably like a good amount of content. So ac- according to this, it adds Black Death, court physicians, hospitals, prosperity and depopulation, seclusion. And even more, new physical traits, new events chains, and a host of smaller changes. So it's like a decent amount of like new systems that they pile into this thing. Yeah. So then there's these, and I bought all those. I bought all the ones that are actual game-changing things. I didn't buy character portraits. I didn't buy music. I didn't buy sprites. Or You'll whatever. buy those later. Maybe. Um, so now I'm going to click on Content Pack, and this is $5. So if you want the complete... You know, Reapers do expansion pack. It's fifteen bucks total. This seems shittier than just putting them together and selling it as DLC as for fi- fifteen. For 15? Bucks. Yeah, but you don't have to buy it though. I like, know you don't have to, but it it does seem like there's some kind of scheme. They're not doing that so that they could sell more uh, content pack DLCs. Like there has to be something behind this where they realize like. We're going to scrape every single dollar out this way. Yeah. You know, we'll lure people in with this price and then grab them. Here's here's what it says about this uh, content pack. Yeah. The Reaper's Do content pack contains a portrait pack detailing the East African provinces and a clothing pack focusing on the late Byzantine Empire. In addition to these, there are 15 new models for both Eastern and African counselors. So, like, the, the big pieces that are essentially moving around on the board. Yeah. They add physical <laughs> new models to the game, and you have to that buy. That doesn't the... even sound specific, though, to the Black Death thing. Uh, maybe the Black Death is adding like that part of the world. I don't know. Oh, I don't know um, either. And the content pack features East African portrait pack, late Byzantine clothing pack, Eastern female model pack, and African female and male model packs. So it's actually adding like I think you can see over there. Like those type of figures that stand on top of the yeah, map. like art, more art assets. So that okay, that sounds different than what I thought you were describing before. No, not like here's a unit you can only use if you buy that pack. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it's making the game look different. So they split that off as a separate cost. Yeah. Um, my question is now that I have all these DLCs, is it going to be confusing for me if these things don't look different? 
you know, because like I have no idea if I need to know that stuff. It seems like these DLCs are almost like a board game expansion since you're comparing it to a board game where it's like mm-hmm. uh, all they do is add extra mechanics. So you should really play the game first to understand the game. Yeah. And then, and then add, add the mechanics to, to spice it up once you've had your fill of playing like the base settlers it, yeah. of Catan. Then you can add the waterways and whatever exactly like in the way that when you start a new game too you can toggle you can mix and match you can yeah. toggle those things in it seems out. like this is just to expand the playability time the replayability of the game more than it is to make the game more exciting off the bat like, right it's it still like the a same bad game. approach for you to just turn everything on and start right well i i got them all now because they're on sale yeah like, i didn't i knew i didn't need them now it seems like but... you should still play it without it first. yeah i know yeah. i thought that as soon as i was like halfway through the tutorial like let's get rid of this but cycling back around now now those are two pieces of info going back to this mostly negative review thing so people are revolting because of their pricing structure because of the way they dlc <laughs> what they say nickel and dime to death um now let's just look at a random review. But th- this is like the problem with crowdsourcing reviews. This is the same problem with Yelp. This is they're is a, giving bad reviews for the wrong reasons. For the wrong reasons. Like, I don't care if you were yelled at by a guy in the parking lot and so you didn't even stop and eat at this restaurant. Exactly. It doesn't make the restaurant bad. Like, People your are, shitty experience has nothing to do with the quality of, of the product. Of the product, yeah. I feel like the, the things that they're giving bad reviews for are the things you would not then buy their game for. And I like, is the game good? Did you buy the game and enjoy the game? Yes or no? Yes. But they're shady bit. No, fuck you. It, like, is the game Well, the good? way to do that is to have really qualitative, like, categories. So it's like one to 10 on art, one to yeah. 10 on uh, gameplay. You know, you have a whole list and then at the bottom you could have a little box, but that's just not the way that Steam decides to I know. do it. So me... Say I know nothing about Crusader Kings. Like you went, you saw Crusader Kings, had nothing, no idea about it. No, you go there, you see. Most recent is mostly negative. Immediately, you would stop buying the game, right? Or you would, you're like, oh, something's fucked up with this. I so it depends. If, you you would know to look and see why. I do that, but, but the what my assumption is these days when I see something like that, where it was overwhelmingly positive or positive or whatever, a change then, that someone hated i assume that it was an early access game that came out of early access and was either not supported anymore so they thought it was different than it was going to be or there was a change to the game because almost i'd say 80 percent of the time 90 percent of the time that's the reason you see the split between overwhelmingly positive and you know uh recently negative because people thought this was going to be better when they were all hyped and bought it and they reviewed it at the time they bought it in early access and then later they were pissed. That's usually what I see. I I still am more annoyed at the way that reviews have kind of started to become the like a push to bully developers to do what people want. Yeah. And this like here's you a mean review. The, the Mass Effect syndrome. Yes. Yeah. Here's a review from a person who has four hundred and seventy nine hours. In Crusader Kings 2, and he gave it a not recommend. Well, obviously, fucking hated it, man. Here, let me read. I'm gonna read it. Um, <laughs> it's a, a little lengthy, but lovely game, horrible pricing policy. 
Don't get me wrong. I can understand the video game industry charging customers for but DLCs. Joy, I think you should put your fedora on before you read this. Yes, okay, sorry. <laughs> but what Paradox and, and does... will actually... And then go into the review. What Paradox does is way ahead. I don't even know what that means. Crusader Kings 2 and Europa Universalis 4 used to be sold at the exact same price four years after release. Now they're magically priced even higher. Guffaw. <laughs> and then there's a bunch of hearts because there's some sort of swear word that got censored of contents sometime as basic as portraits or music or skins. Prices increase there too. Wrong kind of there. It's like negative comment fear. I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> Retail Usually price. They were, they were towards you, though. This yeah. is like a little bit of separation. Retail price on said extra contents becomes it's, it's less than common. It's still going to say, and Joey's a fucking twat. <laughs> yeah. And Destructible Box could suck my dick. <laughs> Whoa. Crusader Kings 2 drive by. <laughs> Basically, the video game industry as a whole sucks nowadays. Digital collectors, season pass, definitive edition, all of this is now regular money grabbing. But few loving and caring companies, carrying companies, are resisting it. Games like Dominion 4 or Terraria still release new features on a regular basis years and years after, and for free! Paradox used to be one of these last nights standing. Now they're totally sold out, and worse, they're pioneering the very next step of fan base milking. Don't support video game industry treating players like stupid customers. Don't bother with Paradox anymore. Or don't it's, support Paradox anymore. It's a game from 2012. That they're still making shit that for. That they're still supporting. That no one fucking wanted in the first place. <laughs> like, they obviously love this game. Yeah, and I feel like this is like shitting in your own well water. Like, you have a company making stuff no one else makes that you specifically love and you want to like you want to like poison poison the well yeah you want to shut them down yeah fuck them they like you're just not gonna have that game anymore is that cool i bet it's like these people are like these fucking fat cats sitting in their ivory towers and if you actually saw their development studio it's probably a garage <laughs> and it's probably a guy who like is eating cheeseburgers because that's what he can fucking afford. Well, let's let's move on to the next part of this yeah. discussion. June twenty second is in the recent updates. Paradox Interactive will roll back recent pricing changes. Hi, please see the thread below for statement. Paradox Interactive's CEO Frederick Wester, and it's a post on their forum. Yeah, from the CEO of Paradox. Got it. Addressing all these people. I, I said, I spent more reading about all this stuff than the Steam sale. I just like fell down this hole. like, what? Because I knew people like Paradox games. But then I was clicking through all of them. Like, Stellaris has shitty reviews now. This has shitty reviews. Europa. Like, Well, this sounds to me, you know how with those free-to-play phone games, they've, they've basically found out that there's 1% of the people who play them supply like 90% of the tens of the millions whales? of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like they'll spend $3,000 on a Clash of Clans. You know, I bet it's the same thing here where it's like, it's not a very big group of people who are pissed off, but they know that the same people are buying every single one of their games and there's not a lot of those. So when they make noise, it really freaks them out because they're really catering to a niche. It's possible, but that just sounds so fucking gross. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Especially like, when there's no merit to what they're saying. 
if, it just if, turns out like the, it just turns out consumers shouldn't be able to voice an opinion. Like you, they can't be trusted with it. You know, like you, you give it to people that like we shouldn't be able to do this because we don't have like journalistic like integrity or whatever. Well, that well, I see. I don't think that that's necessarily the case. I think it should be more ob- uh, objective, and that's why you should ignore everything that's said in these reviews except for the aggregates. I think you know if you do see over well, you know overall that it's positive. You know, then mm-hmm. that's good, even though it's not overwhelmingly positive. It's still good because you know there's a bunch of turds who are gonna rate this. But those that percentage wise, they should shake out. Um, you know, same thing with Yelp. Like Yelp is real shit. But as long as you know, like three and up is pretty good. Yeah. Just don't think that a five is better than a three because it, it's <laughs> arbitrary as shit. So here's the the post by the CEO, and it's. Uh, a list of three things and one like kind of postscript one in regards to pricing changes you are absolutely right you deserve more transparency and better communication from paradox when it comes to changing our prices and pricing policy i personally don't think we do but whatever therefore i have decided to roll back all pricing changes made any price changes will have to be for future products well communicated in advance i just came off the phone with steam and they say we can't do a rollback before the summer sale is over Otherwise, it would mean we would have to take all products or Paradox products off summer sale, but it will be done right after. For anyone who bought any of these games during this time, including during the summer sale, including Joey, we will try to refund if possible in the Steam platform or reimburse with games of a value exceeding the difference. If none of this is possible, I uh, I do not in detail know the limits of Steam platform. We will internally calculate the difference in revenue before and after the pricing chains, double the value, and donate the money to the UNHCR. Human Rights Committee. Commission. Okay. Uh, honestly, though, that that was a big mistake, though, of them raising the prices. Yeah. If they just came out with the prices high... It'd be different. It would be different. It is a tough thing to justify mm-hmm. for a five-year-old game. Right. That's that's. I get it. That's kind of tough. I get everyone's side. Yeah, yeah. I still think people are stupid sounding. Um, here's number bullet two. Uh, set some of the frustration has been expressed due to our DLC policy and how we handle additional content for our games. Uh, since the release of Crusader Kings 2 in February 14th of 2012, that's a long fucking time ago, <laughs> we have adopted a policy where we release paid content and at the same time, content for free, even if you don't want to pay for the DLC. This means that if you've only paid for the original game, you still have a completely different game today with thousands of additions, upgrades, and changes. That doesn't mean you should stop giving us feedback on how we conduct our business. But if you straight out just hate our DLC policy, I respectfully say that we have to agree to disagree. Yeah, I totally. That I mean that there's no counter argument that really makes sense. Yeah. They're giving you so much for a game that's five years old. And if you, you don't want if you're pissed about not getting that shit, then 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 don't get that shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Number three, I've promised myself never to give into mob mentality. And this is one that pissed people off. It's one of the worst things I know and a terrible way to convince me. In fact, being a pig headed CEO of a company that has grown from seven people to 225 during the time I have had the privilege to run it, I have probably from time to time been more money or more prone to say no than yes. When people gang up on me, us for making changes or, or making us change our minds. I guess partly by principle not to cave in due to peer pressure. In this case, my change of stance has been made from communicating with people who have been active in our community for 10 plus years, people who spent thousands of hours in our games 
and coming to the conclusions you find above. Uh, and finally, as much as I love a good conspiracy theory, to be frank, the whole Tencent bought 5% of Paradox and now they're all greedy, and, quote, they're now a publicly traded company and therefore do things the market wishes for, end quote, is below the level of intelligence of this community. I still hold 33.3% in Paradox. I'm still CEO, board member, and avid gamer. All you need to know is that the buck stops here. All problems and feedback can easily be sent my way. I will not always agree, but I promise to listen. And he gave his email address. There you go. End of that. End of his post. Yeah. And then, like, immediately, I clicked on, you know, you comment on the updates in Steam. Yeah. People quoting from this thing, <laughs> never fucking buy Paradox again. This is fucking bullshit. Mob mentality. Blah, blah. Like, it's just... You, there's no way to win any of this yeah. and it's just so fucking infuriating i mean and i have no stake in it the the message should have just been like fuck you we we accept your criticism we're rolling it back period instead of all that stuff yeah but um, i mean i understand i would do the same thing as this guy like you want to just you want to kind of explain yourself and let them know you're doing something but it is you know still the principle behind it is is kind of bunk yeah, so for the most part, there's like this is the longest the longest posts I've ever seen on replies to uh, an update. Yeah, an update <laughs> on Steam. What do you mean you fixed a bug that won't let me walk off a cliff anymore? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I liked walking off the cliffs. Um, but yeah, they're all talking about. I don't know. It's just so fucking frustrating. And as as for someone trying to like highlight games that are like fun to play and interesting, like even in our small scope, it just seems so asinine to me to try to use the reviews to get what you want out of a company or a game or yeah. whatever. Like yeah. that's so gross. But um, it, the it's kind of interesting because the only way that that would actually work is with a company that still believes and supports in the product. You know, ninety yeah. percent of the games once they're out. People have moved on to something else. Yeah. And even if everyone hates it, they're just going to chalk it up and move on to the next yeah, thing Yeah, take it, roll with the next thing. So, like, you know, I don't think it's very... This isn't a, a, a typical scenario. Right. You know? Well, that's the problem, too, is it is that super niche thing. Yeah. And they're just... Like, hardcore gamer people they're, are the worst people. Cutting their nose to spite their face. They're just the worst people. <laughs> <laughs> but... I digress. That I had no marquee game. In to talk. conclusion, Joey hates people. Yeah, I do. That's the problem. I just fucking hate people. Um, but yeah, that that was entertaining at least to fall down that rabbit hole and see how gross, like just people on the internet and Steam community people and just like all of it. It's just gross. So shifting gears, Joey, you have any phone games you've been playing? <laughs> Um, let me see. Um, I don't think I do actually. I oh, installed, really? I uninstalled a handful of phone things because I was kind of getting, I was getting full up. Full up. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty much where I'm at the point where I delete, add, delete, add. Um, even though I have like that expansion card in here, it doesn't like install stuff to it. Yeah, Android's very annoying with that. Um, let's see, I still have Race for the Galaxy, and I have like a uh, a bar that is sort of the shortcut of the things that I am still meaning to keep playing or go back to, 
And that's usually how I can tell if there's anything new to talk about on the show for phone stuff, and I really don't see any change. All right. I got a couple. What you got? Uh, I've been playing this game. I finally have accepted that some free-to-play stuff are not total scams. Okay. But I'm still extremely selective with them. <laughs> okay. Which this one, one it? uh, it's called Deck Knight. D-E-C-K-N-I-G-H-T. Okay. Uh, and it's Does it have to do with creating decks of cards? Only somewhat. Okay. Only somewhat. Not in the Dominion sense. Um, only in the sense of like, it's uh, it's like Reigns almost. Where there's, oh, okay. you know, a deck of cards where things are flipping kind of random, mm-hmm. where events are, are happening one after the other. Uh, and you can, by playing certain areas, after you're done playing an area, it'll add like two more cards to that area's deck. So the next time you play, it'll have two more. You'll be more likely to get those cards. Oh. And those cards are like, you come across a corpse in the road and there's a oh, trail shit, of blood. Ari. What's that? This is an early access game. Is it really? Deck Knight, unreleased. The early access program is currently full. Space may open up later. Ah, I've been got. <laughs> I've been got. Alpha time. <laughs> Where you at least expect it on the phone. God, I did not expect it on the phone. Amazing. At least in Steam, there's like a big blue box. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. God. Awesome. Obviously, this feels enough like a game for me. Yeah. But that sucks. But what, I, what, what it does do for the free-to-play thing uh which i totally respect and i think is a great way to do it but is is a very unselfish way of of doing it you know Mm -hmm. of of putting your game out they as far as i can tell they don't sell your info they don't harvest your info what they do is that you know of that i know of but I'm, i'm pretty pretty sure um what they do is when you're playing the game there are battles and you can die. So it's not like Reigns exactly where you're just more passive picking one or the other option. Yeah. There's actual, like, uh, you have RPG stats and you can pick, like, I want to use the weapon in my right hand, which is this thing. And I want to use the shield in my left oh, hand, yeah, which I'm is that some thing. Of the, the pictures, yeah. And you can shift out those weapons. You can shift out magic. You can shift out items. So it's a little more RPG. Um, it's still not you know like very very full on that but it's a cool addition that makes it different from reigns so it's like a more souped up reigns it's just it it's it's definitely got inspiration but it's not the same type of thing can i say the artwork in this game is horrible it's not the best <laughs> i've come to be more i think part of the problem is the layout it makes it look very generic like you know i think if the cards had a little more texture on them it, yeah, it would think, improve the the pictures inside there better because the pictures I don't think are terrible. The icons look like they're from that free game icons. That's website. that's what I'm saying. Like the, the the touches around the card, I think if they were kind of less genericy, then the art inside the card wouldn't look as. Um... This shit looks bad, <laughs> <laughs> but it is really excess. Maybe they'll fix it. Uh, <laughs> I maybe I've just played it enough where it doesn't. Feel the art doesn't seem that bad to me. Okay. It's not great. But I, it's I, not. I mean, I'm sure it's fine, but yeah, it, it doesn't need to be amazing. I just the first thing I saw when I saw this picture of a nightman and an orc next to each other, I was like, man, that looks I like know. shit. <laughs> they don't at least like it's not like weird perspective where it's like part of his face is droopy and the other parts. <laughs> it's not like it's perfectly competent. It's just yeah, it doesn't have a lot of inking or styling or it looks very generic-y. 
Um, but they're, it's like 3D models. Yes. It, but so it looks weird. like it looks like stock 3D models. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Um, which aren't necessarily bad models, but they just all kind of look this. This same. one looks like a 3D model that he then like colored over top of to change into a different character. <laughs> yep. That's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but oh, so getting back to what they do is so once you die, you then uh, come up to a screen where it says you are dead. You can either click main menu button or you can watch an ad. And it'll let you start back where you were in the progression of the game. So you would never have to start over if you watch an ad? You get to do that once. Oh, per game. Once per game. So it doesn't break the game. It doesn't Interesting. show you ads when you don't want to see ads. It doesn't... You don't have to ever watch an ad. But it gets them money. And it's in a very in an uninvasive game or uninvasive way without you know, making it too cheap. Like You can just buy all the gems. And then right. it doesn't matter if you play it. You know, so I, I as free to plays go, I was impressed by it for that reason. Um, and the I I like the concept of the different cards. You know, I I, I guess I could see where it could use some work, you know. <laughs> well, don't worry. They got time. They're not out yet. Oh, man. I can't believe I fell for that. But uh, that's deck night. OK. Yeah, it looks neat. Yeah. Price is right. <laughs> well, you can't get it right now, so. You can sign up and wait for more of the early access slots to open up if Ari like gives the spot <laughs> up now that he knows it's early access. There, I got one other game that I want to talk about, but I can't. I can't remember the full name without opening the app. But it's gonna blast some music. <laughs> Do it anyway. So, whatever. <laughs> We're professional on this show. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. The uh, but the music is part of it. Do you see that screen? Does that yeah. remind you of anything? Yeah, the winners don't do drugs or whatever. Yep. So it it's. It is not a fighting game. Oh, weird. It is not, which is automatically what you think. Your phone's talking to you quite a bit. It keeps asking me if I want to, like, Like authorize it. Yeah, which I don't want it to. I don't want it. I just want to know who you call and when. Stop it. Don't stop it. Hey, hey, who you calling? Stop it. Can I call him for you? Anyways, I'll just fucking guess at the title because I can't remember (laughs) anymore. It's uh, Super Blackjack something or another two <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah um it's uh, i'll just fucking allow it to, i i think i switched accounts when i was doing it and so now it wanted me to what it is is that's dope it's a street fighter 2 version of blackjack holy shit and it looks amazing it does look amazing i think it was it was kind of pricey for a phone game i think it was like five bucks or something or four bucks but the art is really good the music is really good and just the pure nostalgia effect (laughs) of playing like all this like when you lose it comes up with that big uh light number countdown where it's like nine eight put a quarter in and there's the picture of the guy you've been playing next to you and he says something like I thought this was going to be a challenge, you know? <laughs> it's, uh... Yeah, the official name. Super, Super Blackjack, Blackjack Battle 2. Turbo. Turbo, okay. Yeah. And the music is so good. Wow. And even the logo looks Street Fighter-y. That's yeah. funny. They just nailed the motif. The gameplay? Is Blackjack. Blackjack? <laughs> it's just Blackjack. But Just fucking Blackjack. But you, like, fly around the world... It's got the map where it's like you play the different people in different cities. That was like, I have blackjack code. Can we do anything with it? I like, 
Yes, it's just a blackjack rehash, but if I'm ever going to play blackjack, I'm playing this version. Yeah. <laughs> so, I like it. That's funny. That's like, It's almost like Cribbage with Grandpa's. It's like Cribbage still, but it's like kind of a funny rapper. Find a way to, yeah, give it some character, some yeah, flavor. That seems neat. I don't know if i pay five bucks because I'm not a huge blackjack It might have been four Do you, or something like that. Does like getting a better car or a better hand than the other guy like hit them or something? So, no, there's no fighting. It's purely it's you're sitting blackjack. at a blackjack table. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you have to do better than them. Okay. Um, Is there money or something that? Yeah, makes... there's money. So either like, uh, you have to gamble. It it, it it it's almost better than playing just blackjack against the computer because you don't really have an incentive to gamble high or gamble low. Yeah. Or, you know, here it's like you don't want to go too low because if you get zero, then you lose the fight. Where, but you also don't want to go too conservative because. This guy's now at five thousand, and you're only at a thousand. So you gotta like get more money quick. Just um, shank him and run. And it shows you like there's like twenty hands in each round or something like that. So you know how much time you have to amass a certain amount of money to beat them. Um, so like how many hands you get? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like I have three hands left, and he's two thousand dollars ahead of me. So uh... I gotta be aggressive. Or it's like I'm five thousand dollars ahead of him, so I'm gonna calm down. <laughs> you know. Can he can he raise you or something like? That's not how blackjack works. I, I, I didn't Jesus think so, but Christ. I didn't know if there was a mechanic that he could try to get money out of you. It's blackjack. Okay. Yeah, it's there's no other mechanic to it. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, as as a, a phone game go, it's entertaining, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my phone. Did, uh, how many grandpas are in there? Uh, I haven't unlocked all Max grandpas, so <laughs> okay. I don't want to tell you yet. All right, fair enough. Yeah. What about couch multis? The multiplayer couch. I got one. Uh, let me verify. Uh, yeah, Tormentor X Pun Punisher. I think I talked to you about this a little bit before, and and it's another one that's like uh, wave based, survive till you die, Uber twin mosh stick, style. Uber mosh, but slash Smash TV style. Yeah, Smash TV style, but it's got just like a really weird sense of humor um you're this girl who fucking hates these like demon people the beginning of every round the lady screams let's fucking do this <laughs> but like in a hilarious guttural let's fucking do and it's just this lady like metal band like let's get it on yeah and the animation ha- or like the intro has like an animation that looks like old happy harry stuff probably is happy harry cartoons <laughs> but it's just this lady who is in this arena killing all these demons, and there's, like, boss interruption middle points, and she's screaming fuck a lot. And like, when you kill stuff, it's like, fuck you! And <laughs> it's just super... It's, like, comically aggro. Yeah. And I think that's the whole point of it. But, like, the way... You don't pick up... Does, pow- does she, at some point, just pick up empty beer cans and smash <laughs> them on her face? She bites into the bottle. <laughs> uh, no, but the... the Take weird- me to meet your parents! <laughs> <laughs> the way you level up or you get uh, power-ups is very weird. And the that way is by killing people certain ways a certain amount of times. So you'll kill somebody by doing this thing. Uh, one of them is called like a wally. And that's killing somebody with a shotgun shot that ricochets off a wall. Oh, you got him with the wally. And then she'll yell, wally! <laughs> and then you see a little like pie like a, a trivial oh, like pursuit Wally pie. 
meters going up? Yeah, there's a meter for that type of kill. Uh, and then when you get those, then it's like some sort of boost or power up or whatever. But does it like boost the thing that was related? So does it make your wallies better or something? Or is it not that cool? I don't know. I th- like I feel like the Wally when I leveled it up once, it was like just like a hyper mode for a second. It's just ways to give you like extra shit. Yeah. But all of the upgrades in the game are that way. It's like killing people a certain ways. Okay. It's it's neat. It's like a small, you know, it's not like a huge game. Uh full price seven ninety nine. Is it how many players? Is it just co op or is it four? I haven't played it with more than that. <laughs> okay. More than the two, but the the, the screen shake <clears throat> is aggressive oh man like like you get nauseous no but they're like there's no way to turn it down or anything it's like no you're gonna (laughs) like every is there a rumble and the controller yeah i don't remember okay honestly but another thing that's kind of funny too is the um the reload you have a machine gun that you just kind of hold and it goes the entire time the last shot of the machine gun fires out like a flare type rocket leaves a trail of fire and then to reload you shoot a shotgun that you have in the other hand that reloads your main machine gun so you're just constantly shooting something oh that's funny and you can like shoot your shotgun then through the, the I fire thought you were saying like you had to shoot your gun into your other gun to reload oh it. no no no! you okay. fire a shotgun shot and yeah. then that reloads your other gun of course <laughs> yeah it's it's fun like i've played it a handful of times it's just definitely not like a deep thing uh, I've gotten past a couple bosses, uh, but the the sense of humor of it is pretty good. And, but every time you die, it fucking sucks that it it makes me as mad as it does because it's exactly what it's supposed to do. <laughs> is it's uh, it gets quiet and your dead body's laying there, and then this little tiny like demon gremlin runs up and starts like eating you. And just going, it was me. I'm the strongest me. <laughs> and it shows you like the leaderboards or whatever. And they just recorded a ton of dialogue for that thing, just like talking about like being the best in killing you. <laughs> and you just like sit there and listen to it, or you start a new game. So I would just keep starting new games. <laughs> but it's it's a fun game. And the weird thing is like it's Tormentor X Punisher, and the X is like an emoji. It's like the only game on Steam I've ever seen do this. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. So it's like a big red X in the white letter title. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a neat little thing. I'd I'd wait for it to go on sale, but it's fun. Uh, I also bought what I assume would have been a good, uh, a good couch multiplayer thing. It's the new game by the people that did uh, Resogun. What's the name of the new game? Uh, Next Machina. It's a good name. Yeah. Clever. It's it's another one kind of like this. Uh, it's like Robotron with more style. So it's you have people you have to rescue before the aliens get them. But it's like your level is like a big chunk. Like it's almost like a weird Mario Galaxy. So when you finish a section, you zoom around it to a different part, and that's like another level. But it's okay. all on the same piece. Okay, it's very style over substance. But like the game seems kind of cool and like mechanically sound but i couldn't get any controller to work with it weird it was very strange it's on ps4 right now too i bought it on pc i think it's a 20 dollars game it's on sale for 15 couldn't get my xbox one so couldn't did you return it yeah get it on ps4 yeah i was like i can't figure out why none of my controllers i rebooted i reinstalled it and it would only recognize my keyboard and then on the options menu to switch it was like press left or right to switch control scheme 
and it wouldn't let me like it didn't change anything that's so irritating it, it sounds like it's probably a problem only i have i have no idea what's <laughs> going on but it seems like a cool game i played like a full round with the keyboard and mouse but i'm like this isn't how you're supposed to play this <laughs> like doing dual joystick where your mouse is the other joystick feels wrong yeah that's so, weird anyway uh, do you have a, a marquee thing you want to talk about? Um, actually, before I have a couple couch multis. Okay, so couch yeah. multis. Um, Genital jousting. I haven't played it. Dixon well, in ball butts. I'm not going to talk about that game. I'm cool on that. <laughs> okay. Or the DLC. Okay. There's DLC for genital jousting. Yeah. Fuck off. No way. Yeah, there is. I'm gonna look. <laughs> it's like summer pack or something like that. Is it new outfits? I think it's a lot of new outfits for your dick butts. <laughs> Yeah, That's su- the only way to describe them, too. Is I'm dick- surprised you, you haven't been on the hey, DLC Ari. train. General Jousting's early access. Well, that's why I'm not playing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you bought it. Because it was half off. That's, like, pretty good for... There's no DLC for General Jousting. Are you sure? You're crazy. Are you sure? There's a $2,000 prize, though, competition for fan art. I am going to look that up myself, because I thought there was. Genital jousting fan art competition. Two thousand dollars. That's they're probably getting so much gross art. <laughs> so people getting to draw dicks for money? I do that anyway. I was gonna say, Joey, why don't you get on this free money? Uh, they posted it June first. It's probably over. Uh, or they're just waiting. It's always open, and they're just waiting for the perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wet hot summer update. Yeah. Oh, it was an update. Yeah. It's oh, not DLC. okay. That's that's what it was. That's what confused. That me. game is something special. I I tricked you into talking about it anyway. Suck it. Suck genital it. jousting. J G J. What's the one you actually want to talk about? Uh, there I have two. Okay. Both are weird ones. Um, both come from the land of itch. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this one is called. Draft Volleyball Championship 2016, and it's a funny, very, very simple. I think it might be free. Is it where you elongate the giraffe's head to hit the volleyball over the net? Both the head and its legs are like spider legs that have different joints, uh, so they like move around really weird. That's awesome. And the head is also moving around really weird, so it's like <laughs> floppy head and like these spidery legs. So it's like sports friends-ish. Yeah, yeah. you get the vibe. Um, you know, That's it, awesome. it must have been a game jam. I, I think because it's only got like one mode and, you know, there was there's parts of it that could definitely use some work. Um, like I feel like one side has a dead spot where the ball can just fall and the other side doesn't close oh. to the wall. Oh, OK. Yeah. But generally I played it uh, with someone else for like 10, 15 minutes. It's a free one. And it was fun. Yeah. And what's it called? Uh, Giraffe Volleyball Championship 2016. <laughs> OK. That does the le- sound very game jammy. The the legs are pretty gross. Yeah, they look like really spidery. Weird. They're horrific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're bending in all kinds of weird ways that giraffe legs should not bend. Nice. Um, so that was a quick thing to talk about. The other thing is actually really fucking cool and weird. It's called regular human basketball. Oh, I've been wanting to play that for a while. <laughs> it's neat. It's made by the crawl people. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's why it's so slick. It's neat. It's like. Um, when you turn on the the game in the um, the the menu screen, it says like to be played by authentic humans only. <laughs> <laughs> like there's all kind of um, great voiceover or you know narrators are talking over that have all kinds of uh, bizarro 
um, almost like aliens trying to pretend like they're humans mm-hmm. or like robots trying to pretend like they're humans discussing the match. And it, what it is is basically you're two little fat dudes who have this humongous <laughs> so good. basketball in front of them. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell is this? And you start pushing the ball back and forth till you push it far enough and you realize there are these two humongous like giant machines that you see cross sections of. And it's almost like lovers in a dangerous space time mm-hmm. where you have to run around the machine to operate different parts of it. So if it's just one-on-one, then you're frantically running around. But you can do like two people on one team and two people on another. And then you're just, you have to yell at each other like, okay, you turn the magnet around. You get the legs to raise. You get the arms to swivel around. You get the the uh, missiles to spin around. Like you have to coordinate. And uh, you're so trying to use two this v two? giant machine. It's 1v1 or 2v2. Okay. I think 2v2 is probably more interesting. I've not yeah. played it 2v2. But it seems like an amazing 2v2 game. Um, and the purpose is to use a giant magnet on the machine to pick up this humongous volleyball. And then to move it over to your net, which is like a gigantic structure, and to dump it in. And it's it's super difficult and super hard, but really neat. That I've been wanting to play it for a while because I had bought Crawl a long time ago. And they, like at one point, just like stopped making Crawl for a minute and then just made that for free. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that looks amazing. And then no one ever played it with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good to hear that it's actually like fun. It's neat. There's, you know, again, there's not like, it's not the deepest game. Yeah. But it's a free thing. Uh, yeah. So those are two that I just wanted to highlight. Awesome. Yeah. It looks, it looks really neat. I wonder, I wonder why they decided to make it free. I wonder, maybe because like the, because there's not a lot, like I said, there's not a lot of different maps or anything like that. But they could have, you know, blown it out. They could have. I wonder if it's because, like, the use case for it is so specific. Like, the, it's at least 1v1. You can't really make a, an AI for that because they would just know what to do or try, you know. You could do an AI for that. People do pretty sophisticated AI stuff. I, I mean, I, I... I can't do it, so no one can. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, maybe they were just more interested in crawl, which was more economically viable and pe- more people were excited about. So they got the idea out and then they jumped back onto their cash cow. It, yeah. It seems real neat. <laughs> but that's funny. I didn't even know it was, it was a uh, power hoof. It was a crawl people. Um, yeah. So those are the couch multis that I have. Nice. I'll have to try that. At some point, and I like the idea of it a lot. It's just I, really funny too. Yeah, well, it, it looks so jank. Like the arm has like wires coming out of it. Like it's kind of like a gross. It's like a person exploded into a giant robot. It's just funny that it's called like regular human basketball. Yeah, kind of has that sense of humor of like a job simulator. Yeah, awesome. What's a what's a big game? So, a game I wanted to talk about was uh, a newer game called Ruins of the Reckless. Have you played that? Uh, have you seen this? I think it would be up your alley. It's very much in the vein of Nuclear Throne. Okay. Those type of games. So, it is a game where you are a guy who's a soul in a tower, but it's very lighthearted and very colorful. 
and the character design is very neat. You're then going up the tower. It's on my wish list. Uh, hey. So I don't remember that, though. <laughs> you were blacked out. Yeah. One, of, one of your many hysterias where you're blacked out and just steaming hard. I was uh, really hoping I'd scroll down and see it was really accessed. It is not. Okay. It is not, Joey. <laughs> you shut up. You shut your mouth. Um, But uh, it's it's one of those where it's like you collect items. There's various different slots that you have for different types of things like boots or weapons. And you know or, I love slots. I know how much you love hot slots. I love them slots. And um, there's an interesting thing also where like if you do something really badass or get enough money or very specific conditions, a card will appear. And then when you go back to the lobby when you're dead, then there's a mat, a card mat, and you can place the card in the card map to then affect your plays. It's like, this one makes uh, all the monsters easier. Does it, is the position matter? Position does not matter. This sounds exactly like Flint Hook. It is like Flint Hook, except the gameplay is very, very down. different. Yeah. I, I would say the, the core of it, because Flint Hook, I mean, this isn't like creating the wheel here you know yeah, yeah, yeah but the differences are interesting enough and the characters are very cool the fight mechanics are fun there's like it's very slick looking very clean it's very slick very clean and there's like blasting chiptune music that's like rocking the whole time <laughs> yeah like really intense just like happy hardcore chiptune let's talk about this guy's dumb hair oh you missed it already oh that's not in the game okay good yeah <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got dumb hair um it's you know procedurally generated oh yeah shaved in the back just a little swath in the front yeah and the back is gray and the front is black and he's got a little tiny crown uh you're trying to get up there's like some story that's slowly developing but it's more about just like fighting through these swarms and going up you stop at stores and you can buy stuff um start over when you die start over when you die procedurally generated you know so it's it hits a lot of those things. The art is really cool and slick. Um, it's just a really well done version of this tower okay. roguelike. Um, so I've been putting a lot of time in that, and I think it's uh, worth the look if that's your thing. You know, it is my thing. I thought it would be. Is it? Is it? Do you think though that it is? Oh, it says oh, it's Yo Yo Games Showcase. Yo Yo Games. That's a game maker. The game maker. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Though, knowing how many of these I play, is there anything about it you think that I'm not getting from Nuclear Throne, from Flint Hook, from Binding of Isaac? It's just in the way that all those three things are different from each other. This is just another... Another? You think it's it has enough of its own stuff to like to like hang in that grouping of like, here's another one of those, but it has like, like Flint Hook feels different and it does this stuff different. I would say it's 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 very much in the nuclear throne vein. So you're you, you know you're shooting a lot of things, um, fighting a lot of things. This has the the kind of power ups and the more slots than nuclear throne, mm-hmm. where there are like one time use things and you're like swapping things out. And it looks like it has an end too. Like you can beat. It has the top of the tower that yeah, you're yeah. beating. So whether I'd say it has like drastically new approach to that, not really. But I I find it really fun and entertaining nuclear throne i kind of burnt out at just because it got so goddamn hard yeah um after a while and so then i can get that same feeling jump into this play this for a while stop this then jump back into nuclear throne and it doesn't feel derivative you know it doesn't feel like i'm getting the same experience it's like a nice break from one to the other 
Uh, this uh, it looks pretty. The my computer's really having a hard time loading like any motion of this stuff. But does, is it fast? It's pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, because like, and, and you have like a, by here. You have like a a symphony of the night like backup like oh, you back hit dash? left trigger and it like yeah dashes you back and you get upgrades for that or like different modes of that. Yeah, this looks alright. Um, on Steam, it's it's interesting though. There's actually no publisher. Yeah, I saw that. It's probably self-published. Yeah, which is interesting. Usually people just put their company there again. Uh, unless they have an actual publisher. They you dropped know. them. Maybe. But uh, yeah, I think it's it's uh, hmm. it's a neat game just to highlight. I obviously I think thought it does, so too at some point. It does, it does everything you want it to write. Um, also on itch. Chiptune. Nice. I need yeah. to put that in there anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Rogue light. So you got you got um. I got one. I I took a long time of the show with that <laughs> that big rant, but I can talk really quickly. Speaking in this vein, of one that does uh, really set itself apart, but it is one of these <laughs> games, and that's Tumble Seed. Tumble Seed is neat. I got it for Switch, so that seems like a good platform for it. Yeah, uh, that game is really fucking hard. Yeah, <laughs> holy balls! It's it's roguelike ice cold beer. Yeah. Hundred percent, but it's like I didn't realize what the core mechanic of it was. Just seeing the thing, I thought it was just that. I thought it was like ice cold beer, and then you you get the dude up the thing, and then that's it. Yeah, there's another layer on top of With that. With all the weapons and stuff, right? Yeah, there's yeah. you can change your seed type. So the little dude you're actually rolling around, there's different types of tumble seed. That there are these like plots of land as you climb up the wall. That every time you roll on top of them, it'll activate whatever seed you're in. Yeah. So if you're in the the weapon seed, if you roll on top of it, it'll spend one of your crystals to generate like a spike that rotates around you. Or if you're the heart seed, you have to roll over four of those plots and it'll give you another whole heart hit back. Uh, and then there's the, the crystal seed that every two or three plots of land you roll over, it'll spit out two crystals that you then can use on with your other seeds. So there's just like other like economy. And then you have to get up the, the mountainside and avoid the, the bad guys in the holes. Um, the main tumble seed that you see the pink one with a little like beanie or helicopter looking thing. That's like the checkpoint flag. Have you played it? Uh, only I've not, no, I have oh, not. Okay. I've only watched a lot of videos of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's Cause I haven't bought it yet. I was, like, it's really it good. It looks neat. I'm going to, but I, I feel okay waiting a little bit. I just have a lot I'm playing right now. Right. Um, and it just came out like two, like a month ago. I don't remember. We saw it at Indiecade. Yeah. And I don't know if it came out the same date and day with Switch or not, but I was like stoked because I wanted that game and it was something on Switch. <laughs> um, the, I, my problem with it and the way I haven't, really gotten uh any further in is it in it is i'm i'm hitting that skill ceiling and i don't see what to do to make it 
better now. Just watch some Let's Plays. I, I'm going to have to because yeah. I've gotten to – it's a it kind of has that Spelunky thing of like the different areas that are like step up in difficulty and theme. Yeah. So the first chunk is like the – it's always going to be, you know, this part of the game have these wall – or have these enemies and then you have this little like village – uh, where you can spend some crystals on upgrades or whatever, and then there's, it launches you into the next chunk of the game, and then that is the, the increase of difficulty where there's new bad guys, new traps, new shit to try and get around, and there's like four of those chunks as you try to get to the top of the mountain, so you can win. Yeah. And I've gotten to like the middle of the second chunk, and it just like it seems like the difficulty increase is so substantial. I don't know what I need to do to. I know what you need. You just need to be better, Joey. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm, mm, you just mm. not got to stop dying. I keep... There's this little, like, village elder type guy in the first town before you start the first section. He gives you quests, and I keep doing them and cashing them in, and then he'll give me a new quest. I assume that's going to lead to something, but it, it's just like, come back next time, and I'll have another one for you. Have, have you tried bringing the key just to the second... Uh, map. <laughs> yeah. Giving Tunnel Man some shit. Giving him some rope. The game is really good. It's, it's a definitely a different feeling thing than pretty much any game I have. Like, nothing plays like that. Nothing has that same type of, like, skill required where it needs precision that you are not really in direct control of. Mm-hmm. It's a very unique skill, so... I don't know. I I give it credit for that. It seems very deep. The art is awesome. It looks like the art is really really cool. It looks like Patapon and Loco Roco. Yeah, it looks really like cartoony but very style. Yeah, I like I like it a lot, and I think it's priced right. It was like fifteen bucks, which feels like it. It it feels like a steal, honestly. Like that game is great. Um, yeah, by the end of the sale, I might end up with it. Yeah, especially if you know you're into that kind of. A game you just have to kind of beat your head against. Like, that's a really good one and a really, really, really unique one. Um, yeah, and it is, it is when you say unique, like, it is completely different than any other game. And I love Ice Cold Beer. Ice Cold Beer is hard as balls. It's so good, though. It's a great arcade, though. All right, yeah. I have one more really quick thing because okay. I want to talk about this game, but I can't do it as a marquee because I can't actually talk about it. Um, I mentioned it before when I was just starting it was the Magic Circle. Oh, okay. Um, it's I I bit I finished it. It's a really neat ass game. Yeah, it does get a little highfalutin with like it's uh, what's it called commentary about game making and about grander notions of uh, legacy and things like that but it's still funny it's still james urbaniac uh you know rusty venture mm-hmm. all the other voice acting's good it's got a really cool mechanic that i don't want to talk about because that's what the the exploration of the game is but the whole <coughs> conceit is that there's this game that you have to help finish because the guy who's making it doesn't want it to ever come out basically kind of you're helping him from like inside the game right? well you're not really helping him he's basically taken his assistants hostage for this 10 years that he's been creating this game because of contracts they signed and like he (laughs) owns parts of their you know their identity uh for legal reasons so they can't leave they try to you know like one woman's trying to get fired but he won't fire her (laughs) 
Um, you know, and you're getting Sounds this like story it could be from like humorously dark in and... the game. But uh, so you're trying to help them. Like everyone's got kind of their own agenda that you hear the voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it's uh, like ethereal, right? Like you're in the game and you can hear them talking outside of the game or something. No, they have avatars that are flying around oh, edit, in okay. the game to edit the game. And oh, okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, so uh, the, and you like uncover past parts of the game that were then scrapped that's really interesting uh like abandoned chunks and exactly. stuff. exactly oh cool yeah so there's a lot of cool stuff in there and the the gameplay mechanic of editing the game is really neat is, is it like code adjusting or well just yeah because I, I don't want to talk too much about how you play the game because i thought it was really neat just like exploring finding it, it okay. and finding it um and figuring out different parts of it uh so. It seems like a game player's inside joke game. Like, if you're if you know this vocabulary, it's going to be really neat. I think that's true, but I don't think it relies only on that. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was still fun to, to actually to play. play. It. Okay. Yeah, it's got some puzzles in it. It's not super hard, but it's they're interesting with this mysterious mechanic, which is basically the editing of the game inside the oh, game. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Um. So I I it's hard for me to do it as a marquee because I can't talk too in depth about it, but you finished it. Yeah, I finished it. Oh, okay. And it was worthwhile. Worth finishing. Yeah. I enjoyed the ending, even though, like I said, it's a little highfalutin, but yeah, it looks, the production value of it is shockingly high. So slick. Yeah. Super, super That was slick. an indicate one as well. Yeah. I talked to one of the, I talked to the art guy. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he did a really solid job of nailing that like kind of concept arty. Yeah. Like un- a game in progress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. a lot of funny touches in it. That it, it definitely seemed like something I would be into, and I just haven't been able to like carve out time to do it. I, it's worthwhile. Yeah. And once you get going, then you'll get going. I don't know. Because of the puzzles, I don't know that you might just not want to push through some of them. But I, I like puzzle games when it's like, like Tetris style, or like the whole point is solving puzzles. Like I'm, I'm less into... Like, 3D puzzling. Well, like adventure, you know, adventure puzzles. Like, wh- how do I get through this door full of? There's not a. It's I, I, I think what you're talking about, like fetch quest puzzles. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, there's not a lot of fetch questing. Well, fetch fetch quest that that's like Warcraft. But it's like I know I have to pick this up and bring it to this thing over here. Right. You know, that's the puzzle is to figure out what you're supposed to pick up to put here. That's not what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. Yeah. There's a little bit of that, but not. It's not solely relying upon that. Yeah, it seemed it seemed neat. I I don't know if I have that or not. I feel like I might have got it in a humble monthly, but if not, it's worth it. Yeah, it's it's. I think it was under twenty. So yeah, totally worth uh, it. How long do you remember? Probably five hours, six hours, mm-hmm. something like good, that. Good like story. Yeah, story game. Cool. So, uh, speaking of time and not carving out. I found in Switch where your hour count is. Uh-oh. How much? Does it show you by game? Yes. Oh. How much of that Isaac time you put in there, Joey? I found out. Bearing in mind, this is just... But do you want me to Do you want me to guess first? Yeah. And I guarantee you'll overguess because Kim did as well. Okay. Knowing that, I'm going to say 190 hours. Hundred and seventy. Oh, <laughs> I was so close. Kim guessed three hundred. 
uh, I, I've played games for 300. That's like a different time of year. Like, I don't care how much you're playing that at work. Like, that's like, I wasn't playing it. That's like, like all summer vacation playing a game. Like, <laughs> but it's like at night, I'm able to play it on the couch while you like have the TV on so I can do like a half hour a night. Yeah. This is essentially where all that, but time... that's that takes still to get the 300 of half hour a night. It takes well, a long time. Yeah. But, uh, but keep in mind, you've played this on just the switch. switch yeah. <laughs> It's a problem. Uh, I still have been playing it. Not for Team Meat and Nicholas. Yeah. Well, they need to start putting those patches of that, like the mod content, onto the Switch. They said they would only do one every, like, four. Every quarter. Yeah. I'm, uh, I am I want to see some. Fiending for it. Not even fiending. I was just like, I feel, it feels bad to me. You should write really long, angry posts. And tell them to shut Steam, down. And tell and, them to shut down and give them a terrible review for this game you've put nearly 200 hours yeah, on one platform. I can't fucking even like <laughs> fathom that. Like, if I liked something enough to play it that much, the company could like shit on my head. And I'd be like, oh, I, but I still love this game. This game is like I love it a lot. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Like, some people are just broken. They're just, they're bored. They need something to shit on. I don't know. People are just shitting. Were we like that? Were People we like that shitting. when we were younger too? Like, I don't think you grow out of that. I think. Oh, that's just how. That's, that's who you you're are. You're a turd. Yeah. Oh, you're just a turd. Think the internet just makes the turd surface. Think like think of any game you love. If it's that tweaky, like think of the most. Euro so it's a bunch of like game. Asperger's people <laughs> playing that for four hundred hours. That's a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours, even for your favorite thing. So the person who's willing to do that. Not going to want to have a beer with that person anyways. <laughs> like, Ari, aggregate reviews are toilet water, and it just lets the turds rise to the load surface. Up. Yeah. But that's why you got to kind of like stand far enough back that you can't see the chunks floating. You just see the gray water. You got to just look. <laughs> Get further back. Yeah, you just got to look at the big picture here and ignore all the, the small punctuated turds. Kim's Kim's brother like got back into it, and that's actually what made me think about getting back into it again, into Crusader Kings 2. Yeah. Um, let me look at his, his hour count. Because I was like, do you have any of the DLCs? He's like, no. What if you've learned his Steam name and it was that guy? <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, let's see. Crusader Kings 2, 144 hours. Yeah, that's a good, good amount. Yeah. That he means you like Three achievements. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> God, those are tough. Yeah, they must be. <laughs> uh, really stingy with the achievos. Or he, like, has played it once and he left it running for a week or something. <laughs> <laughs> he, went a, he went to Canada for a week yeah. and came back. Oh, shit, I'm still playing Crusader Kings. <laughs> I must really like it. Do you like Crusader Kings? No, I've never played that game. <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about, but you've played it for 200 hours. Nah. Well, that's like in mine. Uh, what is it? A gratuitous space battle. Yeah. Has like 70 hours on it, and I barely know how to play that game <laughs> because I tried to like play it at work because it was like a turn-based, like no pressure time yeah. or whatever. I would just like do a little thing. If I got busy, I just left it. And back when there was the gold rush, weren't you just leaving things on for cards? That's uh, this goes well well beyond leaving stuff on for cards. But I mean, if you leave in the morning it, and come back in the afternoon, it's gonna be like nine hours, ten oh, hours yeah, of playing a game yeah. that you never played. I like that game. I actually liked it. I yeah. just never got like great at it. But if you look at raw hours, it's like up there in it. terms of my like higher play count stuff. 
That's funny. Uh, let me see what it does. It sort that for your profile for everything. Oh, you mean by active hours? Like how much? What you played the most? Yeah, like sort by most hours played in games. Period. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, view all, all recently played. All games. Here we go. No, no, no. Playtime. All right, give this a second to crunch. I want to know this, this number. <laughs> okay, and the results were tabulated. Controller companion wins. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, 278 hours. Uh, and then Game Maker Studio, which I don't know how to use, but must have left running for 174 hours. Perfect. Spelunky on here is 117. Um, Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Here's another 95 hours. There you go. Add that. it up. Put it on the wall. Uh, RPG Maker, which I don't know how to use and just left running. Uh, Duck Game had to be the same thing. I've not put 77 hours into Duck Game. I don't, there was we a while a lot we were of playing a game, lot of Duck Game. But not 77 hours. And then yeah, Gratuitous is Space Battles, 73. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite game. Right. And Total War Warhammer, which I also left idling for 71 <laughs> hours. Terraria 56 might be real. Really? Yeah. I Terraria, I played a little bit. It was like cool, but wasn't didn't grab me. I, some of it might have been left on, but yeah. um, original Binding of Isaac, thirty eight hours. Put it on the board. It counts. Yeah, it counts. Monaco's twenty nine. I fucking miss Monaco. It's a great game. That's a really good game. Uh, that sounds like a show. Sounds like a really big shoe. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll you know have more game game to talk about next time instead of just venting about steam <laughs> reviews but why else have this soapbox joey if you can't no get shit. up on it and just yell at people they'll look stupid from up here <laughs> <laughs> i'm <laughs> smart oh god i'm turning into him <laughs> oh no <laughs> why'd you get french for a second that was because <laughs> the beret and all that stuff get on this <laughs> I don't follow, but I, I'm going to let it be. This has been another episode of Was. Thank you guys for listening. You can find us at ExposedMagico.com. Sign up to our group on Steam, which is WazPod. Yeah. Um, There's our Twitter, which is at WazPod. There's add, our email address, which is WazPod at gmail.com. You can add us... Both on Steam. I am Clockface. Yeah, and I'm Dibno, D-Y-B-N-O. Did, uh, should we give away a game? If you would like. Yeah, I'll pull that up. Uh, um, if- I also uh, have gone back and have tried to purge the heresy that already spread across my Kalimba game. Um, I have one level to go of getting him off of my, my list entirely, but that battle is still ongoing. <laughs> yeah, Joey, I mean, that still means that you're not the best at that right now. Just that one on, level. On your own system. I level mean, two. Level two. Level I just, two? It's level two. I don't know what it is. I can't find where you shave the time. <laughs> it's driving me fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Um, I bought it for uh, Kim's sister's husband's birthday. I bought it for him. That's good. I think that's the sixth time I've bought that game for somebody. That's a good gift. Yeah. That's hours of delight and enjoyment. Well, and he wouldn't have bought it. You know, that's that's the the best part is it's the people I get it for. There's no way they would have bought it. Yeah. And then they get to, they get to experience Kalimba for the first time. 
So there's a lot of stuff here that I just don't know what it is. So I'm gonna <laughs> perfect. I'm gonna pick one. Okay. How about save the dodos? What the fuck is save the dodos? <laughs> what do you, What do you think saves the dodos is? It's an, it has to be an adventure game, right? Or like one of those spot uh, spot finder mysteries. I think it's a one of those puzzle games where it's like you're corralling um, lemmings type thing. Okay. You know where there's a bunch of dodos and they're constantly walking to their doom. I'm looking. Uh, there's a special edition. I can't promise this is the special edition. <laughs> okay. Uh, save the dodos. Oh, the special edition just has the soundtrack. Casual indie. Uh, we should probably give another game away as well. Why is this one thirty six cents or something? Fifty. Fifty cents. Okay. This will be the first game. But what is it, Joey? Save the Dodos! We're all familiar with the sad tale of the charming yet unintelligent Dodo, but now you can prevent their heartbreaking tale of extinction. Guide the Dodos through 100 challenging levels. Oh, I nailed it! It's a Lemmings game. I nailed it! Um, All right, here's the code for it. Just put this in your Steam account and enjoy. 3C67H9N9QQL83WX. Q, 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 This is also a public Q, 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 service Q. announcement. Battlebox Theater is two ninety nine right now. Q, 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 Ah, uh, that game is so good. I love that game. So, that's definitely worth it. Um, okay, here's another one that I've never heard of. Monsty, M O N S T I. Joey, what do you think Monsty is? Monsty is probably some sort of generic horror survival game, right? <laughs> Um, I was going to say fantasy uh, RPG. Okay. What is what is Survey? What is Monsty? Monsty. Playing Monsty is easy. All you have to do is click and fly for as much time as you can. It's oh, my God. It's a Flappy Bird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. It is a Flappy oh, we're Bird. We're way off. But it's like, it, it's got like a cool look to it, at least. Like, it's... um. Limbo, what, like profile with a color background. Okay. And it's it's like just trying to get through the levels. Yeah. So okay. It actually looks all right. Yeah. Okay. So here it is. 4LWID50T0KINQ4K. That is Monsty. Put that in Steam. Get the game. Enjoy it or hate it. Just send us a, a heads up that you played it and... and you know, a couple words about it. You can tweet at us. Uh, you can send us an email. You can put it on the Steam group. However, just let us know what you think and in, and enjoy the game. It is also fairly cheap. <laughs> you know, something nice that you wouldn't necessarily get for yourself. The best kind of <laughs> gifts. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Well, that's a, that's a show, I think. There we go. All right. All right. Sign us out. Was pod, y'all. You get to do that once. <laughs>